0: Merry Christmas. That was good. Let's try it again, just to kind of fully wake up. Merry Christmas. Christmas. How's everybody doing? It is so good to see you all here. I put on a bow tie for you today. Aren't you excited? I'm excited, yeah. We are so glad you're here with us to enjoy our Christmas Eve service. Thank you for coming. I know a lot of you are regulars, so good to see you, regulars. I know a lot of you, though, are also visitors. You're here with uh, friends and family. Maybe you just kind of randomly found the church. We consider it a privilege that you're here with us. We have visitor cards under our chairs. We'd love to get one of these from you. It says Connect, um, and we would love for you to fill this out and drop it in the box by the door. You can have a Grace Bible Church mug, and that way we can follow up and get to know you better. Maybe we could get you to come back another Sunday as well. We'd love to have you again. Um, We also have Bible reading plans. We're heading into a new year. Those are on the back table there. Um, We're going to spend some time together. Celebrating Christmas time. We believe that Jesus is ultimately what Christmas is about. And so the way we're going to do that is we're going to read some scripture. We're going to sing. Uh, we'll kind of alternate back and forth, standing, sitting, singing, reading some scriptures. <coughs> and as we do that, we're going to light some candles. Uh, we're going to end the night lighting candles for everybody. So did everybody get a candle when you walked in? Show me. Y'all got some candles? Okay. Very good. Um, so we've got to be real careful with that when we get to that time, okay? it's dangerous but exciting. Um, We're going to have a children's story time, uh, kind of in the middle of our service together. Uh, So we're looking forward to this. We're so glad that you joined us. I'm going to pray for our time. If you don't mind, let me pray and ask God to help us. God, thank you for inviting us to be with you. Uh, But thank you most of all at Christmas time, we celebrate that you came to be with us. Thank you that you took on flesh, that you were born as a baby, that you humbled yourself, that you emptied yourself to come and be one of us and to give us life through your death. And resurrection, So we praise you for that. We thank you for your grace and for your kindness to us. And God, you know this is a busy season. You know some of us have a lot more to do to reach our goals for our celebrations and our times with family. Uh, some of us are stressed out. Some of us have a separation that we're enduring from loved ones. We pray for your grace to help us, to help us to enjoy you. We thank you for your kindness to us, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll be working through... Four different major themes that we believe Jesus brings into our life. So when we celebrate the birth of Jesus, we celebrate these big words. You'll see on the uh, wall here, hope and love and joy and peace. Every time we celebrate one of these concepts, we'll read a scripture, we'll sing a song that reminds us of that, and we'll light a candle. Uh, As we do this, I'll uh, read one part, and then you'll respond and read the other part, and you'll see that up on the screen. To start, I want to set the stage... Of why we believe that Christmas is a time of hope. So, we'll read some of the scriptures from Genesis that give you a little bit of the backstory. A little bit of the story is that God created all things good, and yet we broke this good creation. God gave us paradise, and we decided we'd rather have God's things apart from a relationship with God. And so that plunged the world into brokenness. What we know of, what we live in now, is a world that's beautiful, it's incredible. And yet it's broken. It doesn't work the way it should. We see these tastes of beauty and these tastes of glory, and yet we long for everything to be made right. The story starts in Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God saw all that He had made, and it was very good. The Lord called to the man and said, Where are you? He responded, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, and I hid myself. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. So I'll read the top and then you respond and read the bottom portion. Christ lights our darkness because he is the hero we have been longing for. Us to see. We now want to meditate on the idea of love. In hope, we long for a fix. We see that the world is glorious and it's beautiful, but we also see that it's broken. And we have hope, longing that God will help us, that he'll come to us. And the Bible story is that God loves us. He loves us so much that he didn't leave us in our brokenness, but he he came after us. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Christ lights our darkness because he proves God's love for us. We rejoice in the
1: love of God through His Son Jesus. All right, if y'all stand for this next song, and I'm excited, I got to borrow Chris's famous tiny guitar uh, for this one. <laughs> one, two. at Seat.
0: all right this part is really exciting it is story time are you ready yes okay so if you've got some children that would like to come forward for story time we're gonna have story time over in this general direction here miss Brittany from our children's ministry is gonna read yeah uh if your child would have trouble sitting or making it to the story time or making it back feel free to come with them you can come with them and sit with them First story time. So feel free to bring them on up. Kids, you're welcome to sit here on the front row. Apparently, nobody likes to sit on the front row, so you can take it. Sit on the floor. We have this great little folk tale. It's kind of an imagination thing we've got going on here. Uh, what if you were a tree and you wanted to be something important? You wanted to be made into something valuable. That's what this story is about. Uh, it's about the idea of these trees longing to be something important and valuable in the world. Um, and that's kind of not the way we understand trees to work, right? We don't think trees think a whole lot. But there is a space in uh, Romans chapter 8 that says all of creation is longing and waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. So, you know, maybe we can imagine. So are you ready? Do you think we have everybody up here? Okay.
2: The Tale of Three Trees. <laughs> Once upon a mountaintop, three little trees stood and dreamed of what they wanted to become when they grew up. The first little tree looked up at the stars twinkling like diamonds above him. I want a whole treasure, he said. I want to be covered with gold and filled with precious stones. I will be the most beautiful treasure chest in the world. The second little tree looked out at the small stream trickling by on its way to the ocean. I want to be a strong sailing ship, he said. I want to travel mighty waters and carry powerful kings. I will be the strongest ship in the world. The third little tree looked down into the valley below where busy men and busy women worked in a busy town. I don't want to leave this mountaintop at all, she said. I want to grow so tall that when people stop to look at me, they will raise their eyes to heaven and think of God. I will be the tallest tree in the world. Years passed, the rains came, the sun shone, and the little trees grew tall. One day, three woodcutters climbed the mountain. The first woodcutter looked at the first tree and said, This tree is beautiful. It is perfect for me. With a swoop of his shining axe, the first tree fell. Now I shall be made into a beautiful chest, thought the first tree. I shall hold wonderful treasure. The second woodcutter looked at the second tree and said, This tree is strong. It is perfect for me. With a swoop of his shining axe, the second tree fell. Now I shall sail mighty waters, thought the second tree. I shall be a strong ship fit for kings. The third tree felt her heart sink when the last woodcutter looked at her. She stood straight and tall and pointed bravely to heaven. The woodcutter never even looked up. Any kind of tree will do for me, he muttered. With a soup, swoop of his shining axe, the third tree fell. The first tree rejoiced when the woodcutter brought him to a carpenter shop, but the busy carpenter was not thinking about treasure chest and said instead, instead His work-worn hands fashioned the tree into a feed box for animals. The once beautiful tree was not covered with gold or filled with treasure. He was coated with sawdust and filled with hay for hungry farm animals. The second tree smiled when the woodcutter took him to a shipyard, but no, no no mighty sailing ships were being made that day. Instead, the once strong tree was hammered and sawed into a simple fishing boat. Too small and too weak to sail an ocean or even a river, he was taken to a little lake. Every day, he brought in loads of dead, smelly fish. (laughs) The third tree was confused when the woodcutter cut her into strong beams and left her in a lumberyard. What happened? The once tall tree wondered. All I ever wanted to do was stay on the mountaintop and point to God. Many days and nights passed, The three trees nearly forgot their dreams. But one night, golden starlight poured over the first tree as a young woman placed her newborn baby in a feed box. I wish I could make a cradle for him, her husband whispered. The mother squeezed his hand and smiled as the starlight shone on the smooth and sturdy wood. This manger is beautiful, she said. And suddenly, the first tree knew he was holding the greatest treasure in the world. One evening, a tired traveler and his friends crowded into the old fishing boat. The traveler fell asleep as the second tree quietly sailed out into the lake. Soon, a thundering and thrashing storm arose. The little tree shuddered. He knew he did not have the strength to carry so many passengers safely through the wind and rain. The tired man awakened. He stood up, stretched out his hand, and said, Peace. The storm stopped as quickly as it had begun. And suddenly the second tree knew he was carrying the king of heaven and earth. On Friday, one Friday morning, the third tree was startled when her beams were yanked from the forgotten woodpile. She flinched as she was carried. As she was carried through an angry jeering crowd, she shuddered when soldiers nailed a man's hands to her. She felt ugly and harsh and cruel. But on Sunday morning, when the sun rose and the earth trembled with joy beneath her, the third tree knew that God's love had changed everything. It had made the first tree beautiful, it had made the second tree strong, and every time people thought of the third tree, they would think of God. That was better than being the tallest tree in the world. Thank you)
0: Okay, we have a candy cane for the children. So, kids, we're going to give you a candy cane, and then you have to go back and ask your parents if it's okay if you can eat it, okay? So don't eat it until you ask your mommy and daddy first, okay? I'm going to stand over here, and I think, Neil, do you have some over there? Brittany has some. I've got some over here. That way we don't all mob Miss Brittany. So you want to walk by me and get a candy cane, and then you can go back to your parents? You're welcome. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. You got one. Did you, uh, grab one. I got one. Everybody, get one. And adults, if there are leftovers after the 5.30 service, you can come back and have some. We're not going to celebrate joy. The joy that comes with knowing Christ, with knowing that he's come for us, with knowing that we're not just left here on our own, but God loves us. We do have hope, and so now we have something to celebrate. The Christmas story is found in Luke chapter 2. They made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Christ lights our darkness, so we rejoice through our suffering. Jesus true peace. We have a spiritual peace that can supersede the trials and the struggles and the suffering that we go through. John 14 tells us, I will not leave you as orphans. This is Jesus speaking right before he leaves his disciples. He says, I will come to you, yet a little while and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. These things I've spoken to you while I'm still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Christ lights our darkness by bringing peace to our conflict with God and with each other. Jesus, you
1: are our peace.
0: Please stand again for this next song.